we have been doing Wisdom for Life, and this is the last service that we would do, be doing that. But you know what? Wisdom doesn't finish here. It goes on forever. <laughs> it does. And that's why we're encouraging you to read a proverb a day or even a chapter of Proverbs a day. There's 31 chapters in Proverbs. So if you, like today, I just started doing it today. So it's, today's the 28th. So I just went to chapter 28 in Proverbs and read them. Yeah, really good. So and that's why, that way it's easy to know where you're up to. What's the date today? Oh, it's the 28th. I'll read that. I'll, re, I'll read 20. So I have in the past read many years in a row the Bible in a year. And in the Bible in a year, you do read part of Proverbs every day anyway. But I've changed my way of reading. I'm reading books at a time now. So now I don't want to miss out though on Proverbs. So that's why I'm starting to do a chapter of Proverbs a day as well. Boom, you know it. Because I want to be wise. I want to be wiser than I am now. And the book of Proverbs was written by a collection of authors. And the principal author was King Solomon. Now, in a dream, and this is in uh, the book of Kings, in, in a dream, Solomon, in his dream, God asked him what he wished him to give him. He, he said to him, like Solomon, he got the offer, ask what you wish me to give you. That's from God, in a dream. And Solomon chose wisdom. So God gave him wisdom. But not only did he give him wisdom, he gave him wealth and power as well. King Solomon, he is filled and renowned for wisdom. Because he, he wrote most of the book of Proverbs, Song of Songs and Ecclesiastes, which are filled with the wisdom of God. And that came in a dream. Now, I think to myself, like, I don't know whether you've had a dream before, but what if you had a dream and it was the call on your life and you didn't take any notice of it? Ooh, that would be bad, wouldn't it? What if Solomon hadn't taken any notice of that dream? What if God asked him in the dream and he just thought, oh, I don't know. But no, he asked for wisdom. That's why when we hear from God in any way, whether it's dreams or visions or when we're reading the Bible, whether it's listening to preachers, whether it's listening to the podcast, we need to go further. Yeah. The book of Proverbs, it's written as a Hebrew, Hebrew poetry. That's why it's concise. It's short and it uses lots of imagery. And generally, the second line either complements the first or it contrasts the first. You know, if you do this, you're good. If you do that, you're evil. Like that's, that's contrast. Or it might, if you do this, you're good. And then you'll have like a long life as well. So that's together. It's that, it's that sort of thing. So knowledge is the accumulation of facts. But wisdom is the ability to see people, events, and situations as God sees them. In the book of Proverbs, Solomon, he reveals the mind of God in everyday situations to give wisdom on relationships, uh, with uh, your relationship with God, with other people, finances, health, so many things. So it's, it's so good to read it, but you can read all you like. Unless you apply it, nothing will change for you because it's not just about reading wisdom. It's about applying it in your life. So you might be here today and you don't have a relationship with God, and that's, that's fine. We're just glad you're here. Later on, I'm going to give you an opportunity to invite Jesus into your heart. So as I said, I've been in New Zealand on holiday. Uh, I went to Taupo, or some of you might say Taupo. Oh, that's so bad. So, 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 so say Taupo. 
Very good. See, it's easy, isn't it? When, like, when you say it right, correctly. And yes, it was cold. And I went. Uh, my two sons came with me. We, we were on holiday. We were celebrating Ivan's 30th birthday, but we also were seeing family, uh, family all over the place. So we drove around the North Island, and it was just so much fun. But one of the things we did in Taupo is we went to an escape room. Oh my gosh! Who, who's been to an escape room? Come on. Oh my goodness. I love it. I love it. I love it more than the movies and I love the movies. But I, I love escape rooms because, you know, I love how you get a clue and, and you've got to work it out and then you've got to find the next thing and then you're over here and, and then, so the three of us are in there, I mean, Ivan's really good at this like because he's an out-of-the-box thinker. Oh, honestly, he, he comes up with things and, we, and me and Nathan would go, nah, next minute. It's, it's right. So, so we don't do that anymore. If he says something like, yes, we're going there. But, it, but it's so much fun. I love it. So one of my most favorite proverbs in the Bible is in Proverbs 25, 2. It says, it is the glory of God to conceal a matter, but the glory of kings is to search out a matter. Yeah, it's amazing, isn't it? And it, another version of the Bible, uh, in the Passion Translation, it said, God, God conceals the same scripture, God conceals the revelation of his word in the hiding place of his glory. But the honor of kings is revealed by how they thoroughly search out the deeper meaning of all that God says. Wow. So it's about going deeper. It's about searching out a matter. It's like God's game of hide and seek. It's like... You know, it's like, not an escape room, I don't want to say that because, you know, you feel like you're locked up. But no, but, but it's the thrill. It's the thrill of the search. The thrill is in the search and the seeking. So when you, when, you, when you have a dream, when you have revelation, when you see a vision, even in that way, like, because I, I was standing there and I just looked and saw the balaclava. Well, I could have just left it at that. But I'm like, wow, what, what's the balaclava about, God? What's that about? And I'm thinking, what's, what does the balaclava do? It keeps your head warm. That sort of, but, but then I looked again and I noticed that his eyes were standing out in his mouth. That's what a bit, do, do you see? But that's only because I'm searching. And then I'm thinking, oh, what else, God? What else? Because I'm sure he wants to know a bit more than that, God. And then I see a case. And I think, oh, wow, it's a suitcase. He must be going somewhere. no. He's not. Like, and then God goes, and then all of a sudden I see the ornate, the, like, like the, it being drawn on, the pictures, ornate, a design. And I don't know, it might be in your country. I have no idea. But I just not see the design and I know it's generational. So, but that's only because I'm asking, I'm seeking. I want to know more. I've got that one clue. And I'm thinking, like, what does it mean? What's in the case? I'm seeking. I'm asking. I, I could have just stopped there. Oh, there's a case. He's going somewhere. No, I want to know. God wants you to know. He wants you to search things out. He wants you to go deeper. He wants to tell you, but he wants you to push in. Because the reason I feel, if he had told me, if he just said in my ear, just tell Dr. T that, you know, he's going to speak, blah, blah, blah. You know, he's generationally blessed. And, it's, and that's great. But the picture of that, he will not forget. He will not forget the balaclava. He will not forget the case. He will not forget that there's a Bible and other books and knowledge in there. He will not forget that God is going to take the balaclava off and he's going to put them out front in some manner. Do you understand? When you search out a thing, it's like amazing. Oh my gosh, don't you love it? I love it. 
It's so good, isn't it? It's because it's the thrill of it. In Mark 4, 24, it says, and it's Jesus is speaking here. It says, then he added, pay, pay close attention to what you hear. The closer you listen, the more understanding you will be given and you will receive even more. So when you hear from God, you don't have to stop there. If you're reading the Bible and you, and you get a scripture, why has God lighted up that scripture to you? Why? Why? How does, you know, what do you observe about that scripture? What does it mean? How does it apply to you right now? That's going deeper. That's searching. That's seeking. You know, when kids go to school, they're taught how to read. But they're not only taught how to read, they are tested on comprehension. Because they, they may be able to read a book really fast, but they might not understand what it actually means. See, to understand you need to have the knowledge and the know-how on the inside first. You can read something, and it's the same with the Bible. That's why we read the Bible daily. We're getting it on the inside of us. The more of the Word of God that we get on the inside of us, the more things are revealed to us and can be revealed to us. God can speak in any ways. He doesn't have to just speak through the Bible. It could be through podcasts, through preaching. There might be certain things that you hear, but but I'm going to give you some tips on what you do with it, how you do go deeper, and how you keep it, how you hold on to it. But dreams are one of the things, and that scripture for me, whenever I have a dream, that's the scripture I think about, because I thought, I need to search this out, because some dreams can seem like nuts. As you, if, you've, if you're a dreamer, you know what I mean. If you think, oh, that's just rubbish, it couldn't mean anything. Well, not necessarily, because if it's a God-given dream, it does mean something. I dreamt years ago, and it's a short dream, that's why I'm going to use this one, of, of 20 pairs of black high heel shoes and boots in my wardrobe. So what, do, what does that mean? Well, it's in my wardrobe, so the shoes belong to me. Well, well what, so what? You know, so I'm going to have lots of like 20 pairs of black shoes? No. What, do, what happens? What do shoes do? They're part of your walk in life. They walk, you walk in life. Why are they high? Why, why are they, I mean, I like wearing jandals, mostly. If you know what jandals are, they're like, what do you call them here? I'm not saying the word. Those. <laughs> oh, flip-flops, that's nice. Thank you, Joelle. Flip-flops. Well, but I, I like jandals. I love jandals. I'm, I don't like high shoes at all. They're uncomfortable. And then all of a sudden I'm thinking, oh my gosh, I was, I'm talking to a friend about it. Because there's two ways that you can uh, interpret a dream. It's relational, that's talking it through with somebody, or revelational, that's talking it through with God. And, and you should use both ways anyway, but sometimes the, the interpretation can drop when, as you're talking to someone. So I'm talk, telling someone like, what are all these high, I mean, I wouldn't wear high shoes anyway because they're so uncomfortable. And like, I, I, But that's just it. It was like... God was showing me that to go higher, I need to step out of my comfort zone. Boom, just like that. Do you see how 20 pairs of shoes? Now, God's used that dream with me many, many times. He's, it, whenever I've been in an uncomfortable situation or out of my comfort zone, and I'm thinking, nah, I'm not doing it. I don't want to. Because just like Josh, but good on you. Come on, Josh, good on you for doing it. Like getting up here, you didn't want to do it. That's, a, that's out of your comfort zone, but you did. You did do it. So whenever I've had uh, things where I'm out of my comfort zone, God will bring to my remembrance that dream. 
So he's used it, not just way back then, years ago, but whenever those situations occur. But it's about writing it down. I wrote that dream down. I talked to someone about it. I prayed about it. I got, and as soon as I, it, I got the revelation of, oh, wow, God wants me to step out, because that's what shoes do, step out, out of my comfort zone. It was like, boom, there was peace in my heart. I knew, I just knew it. I'm like, that is it. And there is nothing more exciting. It's like, yes, I got out of the escape room. Yeah, you know, it is. It is like, woo, the thrill, like, get me on. Give me more, give me more. But that's what happens. It's exciting. It's exciting. The Word of God is exciting. Dreams are exciting. Visions are exciting. Reading the Bible is exciting. I love it. Do you think I love it? I do. <laughs> but yeah, relational or revelational. So you can talk, talk it through with other people. And it's not just dreams. You can do that with visions. You can do that with maybe you've heard something and you don't quite understand it. Talk to someone about it. Hey, what do you think that this might mean? What do you think that that might mean? Talk to God about it. Pray about it. Read the Word about it. Sometimes God will cause you to do a study about it. It might be a study about anger. It might be, you know, what happens if I'm angry? Oh, you might, you can... Do lots of things. God causes you, but you're led by the Spirit. There, there's a hunger in me when it starts happening. I'm, I'm like, I just, I need to know. I want to know. I want to know right now. But that's what it is like. Go deeper. Search it out. So how do you go deeper? What does it look like? For dreams, vision, scripture, whenever God speaks to you, preaching, podcasts. Number one, you write it down. Write it down. If you feel that it, God is on it, you write it down. If you feel God is speaking to you, you write it down and you date it. Now, you know, you can put it in a journal. I have journals for, I have a journal, I have a dream journal. I have a revelation journal. I've got a journal for my Bible. And there's one more journal. I've got four, but I keep them separate because I, you know, I want all my dreams together. I want revelation. Revelation just comes out of the blue. I don't know where to put that, so I have a revelation journal. But they're all electronic. And the reason I have them electronic is because I can search easily. Like if I, if I want to, uh, about my shoe dream, because I used to write all my dreams out, and seriously, it could take me an hour to find the dream that I want. I've got, lo I've got lots of journals. So now I have them electronically. So whenever I think, oh, Snake belt. I just put in snake belt, boom, there it is. There's the dream. Do you see what I mean? Like, like even, even my scripture Bible, you know, when I'm doing my soaps, like, you know, scripture, observation, application, prayer, even when I'm doing that, that's in a different, they're all electronic because sometimes there's something in it and I don't know at the time. And later on, it might even be a week later, a month later, something will pop up and it will remind me. Of that, and I'll go back and see what my what was my application observation at that time. It's so exciting. I mean, do you love it or what? I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So write it down. Journaling, like it's the best. Journaling is great. And uh, in Habakkuk 2:2, it says, uh, "Then the Lord replied, Write down the revelation and make it plain on tablets, so that he may he may run who reads it." See. If you don't write it down, uh, I don't know about you, have you ever been to a preach before and you're like, that's the best preach ever. Oh, and then two weeks later, someone goes to you, oh, did you see someone trying preach? Oh, yeah, it was the best preach ever. Oh, what was it about? 
I don't know, but it was the best preach ever. But, but, but this is what I mean by, by, if you don't write it down, you've got no reference. You, you need, you, if you don't write notes, you've got no reference. Even if you don't write notes at the time, because a lot of time I'll listen to podcasts, but if there's something in it, I go back to it and I sit at my computer and I'll type it out. I'll type certain things out. To give you, um, like the other day, might have been Tuesday, I was reading, I just finished reading a book, it's called Discernment, it was by Jane Hammond, and I thought, man, this book is awesome, but there was a particular part in the book that stood out to me, and I didn't really know why at the time, but it was about, about how to get freedom when the enemy comes to stop you from your call of God, and I thought, wow, because I could see how the enemy had used that specific thing for me in the past, but I thought, well, how does it, how is it relevant, but nevertheless, I wrote it down. Then... When I started back at work on Wednesday, I was talking to someone about it, and then they told me that someone hadn't been well. And immediately, God brought to my remembrance that particular thing in the book. So when I went home at night, I rang that person up. And I said, hey, I just really feel this might be for you. Like, like so I'm not saying thus saith the Lord or anything, but I'm, I just get a sense that it's for the, they go, oh my goodness. And we pray, this person is sick, they've been hobbling around, haven't been able to stand properly or walk properly. We pray, then she gets up and walks upstairs. This is what can happen when you write it down. I know, isn't that amazing? Because sometimes what you'll hear, what you'll get, what's revealed to you isn't for you. But if you don't write it down, how are you gonna remember? Oh, you need to remember. Oh my gosh, so write it down. That's number one. Because you, 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 you want to remember even the praise, the prayers you've prayed, the things that you've asked God for, the breakthroughs. You know, when you've been pushing through and you've been like, God, you know, I've been praying for this, write that down. Because when your prayers get answered, I wrote that down. There's the date. I, I date, I date everything. I date whenever I do an entry in my journal because I want to know when, when I wrote it down. Cool? Yeah, so good. Uh, so that's the first one. Write down your prophecies. Oh, that's what my other journal's for. Dreams, prophecies, revelation in the Bible. I've got four electronic journals. So uh, the second thing, so number one is write it down. Number two is pray. And ask God, ask the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the interpreter of dreams. He's the interpreter of visions. He's the interpreter of whatever he is giving you because he's, he's, he's set you up. He's, you know, he's just trying to get you to search it out, like search it out, go deeper, find out more, learn more, want to know more. So pray, ask. He is a revealer. He is when we pray. So ask him to, to go deeper. You know, like why? Even questions like, you know, why are those shoes high when I like jandals? Like those things, because he, he can bring the revelation. So that's number two, pray and ask God. Number one, write it down. Number two, pray and ask God. Number three is you need to apply it. If it's for you, we talked about this before, you can, you can get revelation, but unless you do something about it, oh, it's kind of just hanging in the breeze. Nothing's happening. Do you get what I mean? Like if, if, if God gave me the dream about the shoes, but I didn't step out of my comfort zone, well, I still had the dream, 
but nothing's changed. Okay, that's why you write it down, you pray about it, but then you've got to apply whatever it is. The scripture, it could be direction, whatever it is, you need to apply it. So, Proverbs 25.2, it is the glory of God to conceal a matter, but the glory of kings to search out a matter. That's my, one of my favorites. And my second one is Proverbs 27.17, as Iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. So it's about getting sharper, going deeper, getting sharper, yeah. You know, I think of two knives rubbing together, the blades rubbing together, and, and the edges are sharp. They're not only sharper, but they're more effective. And that's what happens when you place yourself around other people. You become more effective. You know more, you find out more. You know, when you're sharing something, you think, oh my goodness, that's why I love Bible college. You know, you could do Bible college by yourself, but when you're in a group doing Bible college, you don't only learn from the actual college, you learn from every person around. How do you get sharper? You have hospitality with people. You find out more about them. You find out, like, people are smart. They really are. They know a lot of things that you don't. And when you hang out with them, you find those things out. And you, you can even, I mean, some people can really rub you up the wrong way. I mean, I'm one of those people. <laughs> have I rubbed you up the wrong way? But I, I have. Like, I've rubbed people up the wrong way and people have rubbed me up the wrong way. But nevertheless, I have learned from that. I've, I've grown in character from that. I've learned how to continue in that. I've learned how to keep my eyes on Jesus in that. It's not the person. No one's going to take me out of my, me following Christ. No one. You know, my eyes are on Jesus. So it doesn't matter what goes on. We learn. We bring the best out in each other. We want to help people become the people they cannot be without you. Do you know people, they need you. See, no one can be all that they're meant to be by themselves. So wisdom for life. Go deeper. Write it down. Pray and ask God. Apply it. Get sharper. Connect with people. Have hospitalities, groups, even in serving. Get together. So I just want to encourage you, read Proverbs. Read the Bible. Search things out. Let me pray for you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father, that you're the King. Thank you, Lord, that we can search you out. Thank you, Lord, that you love it when we pursue you, when we chase you down, when we hunt for every clue. I thank you, Lord, that you give us revelation and then you expand on it and it's just so exciting and wonderful. I thank you, Father, that you would give that desire, that hunger, that thirst to each and every person here. Right now, if you're going to read a proverb a day, I just want you to raise your hand. I want to pray for you. Thank you, Father. I thank you, Lord, that you see all those that have committed, Lord, to follow you, to read a proverb a day, Father. Lord, I pray that you would give them wisdom, that you would give them applications, Father, that you would show them what they need to do, reveal to them the truth of where they are and where they're going. In Jesus' mighty name, and everyone said, Amen. Amen. Hey, God bless you. Wow.